Well, here we here we are again talking about coaching. I'm here with Yannick and Nikki. Hello. Hey, hey. All right. In today's episode, we have a question: How to build a six-figure coaching business? And if you're listening to this, you probably <laughs> want to hop over on YouTube and just see Silver's smile as he's presenting that question. <laughs> you, you don't you don't need your wallet, okay? <laughs> um. Yeah, no, we, we get this question a lot. You know, I, I've, I've heard this question probably hundreds of times, you know, working with coaches as well. And I think it's also an important question to bring to this podcast. Right? Because, you know, it, it's normal. It comes up, you know, and I think we need to talk about it. So, yeah, let's talk, let's talk about it. What does it really mean? You know, I think you mentioned, you shared a sh short story. I think that's useful to look at. Um, and, and what I want to do is just, you know, we probably need some more more time for this, multiple parts for this. But yeah, what can we do in twenty minutes, bit, right? Yeah, sharing a little bit about our own experience and really seeing like, is this is this? Um, I think the thing that came up for me, like I remember, like when I started coaching, right? I was at my first workshop for coaches. I remember it as as if yesterday, right? And the guy asked everyone. There's like twenty people, twenty five people in the room, and the guy asked everyone. What's your goal for the next 12 months? And I was thinking about like, I don't know, man, like 12,000, 15,000. And then everyone's like 100,000, 100,000, 100,000. I'm like, okay, what's, what's this, what's this six figure thing about? I'm like, okay. When it came to my, my, when it was my turn, I'm like, I crossed that 12,000. I'm like, my goal is 100,000. <laughs> and, and I think that's when it all started, right? So it, it's really interesting. I think how this, this thing is created in the, especially in the online space, but this was actually an event in person, mm -hmm. right? And I think it's, it's, it's almost this thing that, you know, for me to be successful, I need to be at six figures. And maybe that, that's one of the things, let's, let's bring that to the space. You know, yeah. uh, what, what do you guys think about that? I, I think I'd love to hear from Nikki kind of, first but uh, just to kind of uh, acknowledge that that's when we talked about should we do that episode because it's it sounds mm -hmm. a bit clickbaity you know because, but it is a question that is out there and i think it's helpful to kind of look at the question first rather than try to do some sort of business training in podcast form right we we may or may not start some sort of series if that question is popular and people enjoy the content but I think before you do anything like that, I think it's exactly what you just talked about, Sivas. What does it actually mean to me, six figures? Uh, and six figures could be 100,000. Uh, it could also be 999,999. That's still six figures. So there's a huge range. And I think when people set goals for their coaching practice, if they do set goals, you know, um, I, I hit six figures in a, like a number of years ago and I, was, I wasn't really aware of it. And how much of that, those six figures actually come from one-to-one -one coaching, um, you know, so um, it can mean a lot. How much do you invest in your coaching business? It's easy to make six figures. You just invest 80,000, you know, and then if you invest them not stupidly, then chances are you get that return um, and then a little bit more. That makes a lot of sense. It doesn't mean that you run a six-figure business. I mean, but technically it does. So, you know, what does it mean? Why do you want that? Why are so many people after it? And six figures in San Francisco means something very, very different to six figures in the Philippines. You know, so um, 
mm. six figures. Well, what currency? <laughs> it's an important <laughs> one, right? So, but yeah, Nikki, I wonder where you're at with this because yeah, uh, yeah. Um, you know what? This question now just gets more and more interesting. Like I said, when we initially brought that question up, I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, like uh. I had to listen. But <laughs> no, my honest thought was like, oh, well, I honestly have nothing to contribute. But then the next thought was like, well, how come? And I think my immediate realization was like, oh, that just didn't even occur to me as in like, that doesn't even occur to me like to be what I should be striving for or the goal. I'm mm -hmm. not trying to say that it's irrelevant for me because of course I look at coaching as something that I want to be a career that can also sustain me. But uh, it just kind of made me immediately think, it brought up some something around priorities and something that maybe currently, because I'm just starting to think about it now, isn't sitting necessarily so well with me and i think what i mean is it makes me question are people in it for the coaching or are people in it for the money and the way i kind of thought about it is like you know there's obviously people like sports people formula one drivers or football players who earn a lot of money but i think when someone aspires to become a formula one driver or a football person it's their goal is not the money but you know the career hopefully the passion for the sport and other things but it, it would be like advertising how to become a six-figure football player you know like that doesn't yeah. make sense to me now that I'm thinking about it so anyway yeah that's that's interesting um sorry I think the difference is you know whether people who maybe are attracted to these sorts of programs or goals how they look at it I think one side of it that I can relate to is like you know do I value myself and my work enough is there a confidence issue that's preventing me from earning more money and realistically how much money is it important to me to earn like what are my needs but I've never thought of like measuring my success as a coach necessarily by how much I'm earning mm -hmm. but one more thing I have to say on that note and actually something that I found a very a game changer for me of how I, I see the relationship between, you know, maybe income and um, its importance within my coaching would be, I can't remember if it was Tony Roberts who said it and, or if this is something that we actually mentioned in these sessions, maybe you or Sevash. It's not about measuring the success of your coaching by the money you earn, but using the money you earn to measure kind of the success of your ability to reach and support people so reversing kind of your relationship to the money and the coaching did that make sense yeah yeah, yeah. and i think that was a game changer because i saw earning more money not as maybe greed or like going into coaching for a wrong reason but as like a way of measuring over time as maybe my salary or what i earn increases as a measure of how many more people i'm able to support and reach and influence but yeah, of course, the 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 only way to reach more money um to uh, achieve more money then would be to coach more people, because I guess you could also just have one five hundred thousand dollar client. And that doesn't mean you've helped more people. But I think you get the gist of what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. I mean, uh, it doesn't necessarily um, uh, assess the quality of your coaching. Right. It doesn't definitely yeah. assesses the quality of your sales skills and your business skills. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think the main, the main thing here is that, well, reflect on what does it actually mean, six figures, and what does it offer you? It's so interesting that you brought up the footballer example. I wonder if there are 
courses, probably not six figures, but how to become a seven figure football player for people who like love football and they got into it. You know, most people are passionate about things first and then they go in it for the money. Mm. There are people who choose coaching because they know you it's one of the fastest growing industries in the world and you don't need any qualifications to start. So I think there are a lot of people who are attracted by the money. And I think that's probably why uh, there's so many courses out there that tap into that fantasy. Because I read a recent article by a colleague, Jonathan Passmore, uh, about coach training. Um, and there's 10,000 people every year, 10,000 new coaches every year. And that's just the ones who do training. So wow. there's probably a huge dark figure and like tens of thousands of new coaches entering the field every year. And I'm sure many of them, you know, they're like, well, either you're super passionate about it and you want to make it work. And you know, if you leave a, a well-paying job and you move into coaching, you probably want to create the same kind of income. And um, so I get why these are out there and um, most people transition into coaching. It's not something that they've done since they're four as it would happen in football. You know, uh, there's like a long-standing passion and they kind of move towards something. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure where that's going. I think it's important. We look at what's underneath the terminology and what it actually means to people because money is always a means to an end. Right. In my experience, uh, what, what, what now, what does it give you? What does it mean? Six figure coach? Well, it's not about the money. Then is it a status? Is it about sustainability? Is it about how many people do you help? How could you feel about yourself? Um, what can you invest that money into? Right. A, a lot of the reason why I'm scaling is I want to, I want to create capital that I can invest in things that I know don't make any money. Like I would love to get that uh, summit on existential coaching up and invite my colleagues to come and debate each other. I would love to fly them all into the same space and do it in person. And I know there's not uh, there's not an audience to finance this as I envision it, right? So I would I would love to create more money in order to invest in things that yeah, I can run for no profit or just to break even, you know. So um, ask ask yourself if I want if you want to. Be a six-figure coach. What six figures do you mean, and what's that for? Yeah, I think that why is that why is really important, mm -hmm. and because otherwise it just becomes like like a, like, you know, hiking up a mountain, and you know you're not really enjoying the hike anymore, right? And and all you're so obsessed with is is getting to that mountain top. I've done a lot of hiking in, in England and Scotland. When you get there, you know, there's a there's few, few moments, like maybe like minutes, <laughs> right? Of like, yay, I made it. And then you're like, okay, that's it. And then you look, oh, there's another mountain over there, right? <laughs> and I think it's slowing down to like actually getting clear on what's important, right? Enjoying that journey. And what, what, what I found, right? So I think in October, next, next month, it's going to be seven years. I mean, seven years coaching, right? In the first two years, I was focused on making money. And in my first year, I made 50000 right? I had no clue what I was doing, <laughs> right? And the second year was just, again, a lot of focus on money. And there's a lot of struggle. There's a lot of pressure, a lot of anxiety, constant stress. And I don't know exactly what helped me shift, but I think it's, it's Steve Chandler's work, right? But it, I started shifting my focus 
for money towards mastery, towards like becoming very really good at what I'm doing. And I think it's similar to the, what, what Nikki was talking about, the football player. I think there's this, there's almost a shift between like playing to win to playing for the love of the game. Mm. And that, that shifts everything. And you know, the, the beautiful, the funny thing is, right, when you focus a lot on money, you actually struggle. Right when you focus on becoming really good at what you do and enjoying the game, right? And the great thing with coaching is that there's not one way to play the game. There's lots of different ways to play the game and, and build the business, right? But my business are growing exponentially, right? And and like you said, I didn't even notice. Hey, I'm past the six figures, right? I you know I even hit my first million and I was like, oh, I noticed that six months later. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Right, but it came from that, like focusing on becoming really becoming good, right? And then as a result of that, you're just focusing on, you know, you're you're making a difference. And this is one of the few professions, right? And it kind of connects also to some previous episodes that we recorded. Watching on Facebook, you can see, you know, the ones that we did today. It's you know, when you be. This is one of the few professions when you be when you focus on growing personally and professionally. Your income will grow as a as a byproduct, right? But if you're just chasing that six figure number, mm-hmm. I know from experience, it's you know the journey. You're not gonna enjoy the journey, right? You, you achieve it, and there's not there's nothing there. There's no medal there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends who you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's medals out there. <laughs> People congratulate themselves. I'm sure there's like seven-figure coaching clubs and stuff like that. So I think it it can mean when it means something to you. That's I'm not judging that, right? Uh, I found a part of me judging you for focusing on the money when you started out, but then also I'm like that. Look, that's okay. There's you know there's people who do that and it makes sense. And different people have different relationships with money and what that actually means. And also I, I grew up quite privileged not having to think about money so much. And in some ways that's in the way for me because you know as as I've been building my business for many years, yeah, I didn't have that drive to make a lot of it. So, you know, naturally I made some decisions that were not financially wise, you know, and I still don't really look at it a lot. Um, you know, it, I could have had that capital already that I was desiring earlier. Uh, if I made some different decisions and had more of a money focus um, so in a way I'm also envious, right? <laughs> in another way I'm like, yeah, but it's just money. But then also, um, you know, everybody has their own relationship with that. And I think that's important to question. Yeah. yeah. Now, e- even if I, if I actually really think about what was driving me, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily just the money wasn't at the top of my, um, of my motivation, right? It was actually becoming, re- it, it's funny because. I say that after two years, I focus on mastery, right? But I've been always very competitive. Hmm. Right? And because I'm hanging out in the wrong places, and again, I think this is so important to find, you know, coaches and mentors that you really aligned with. Because most business programs I joined, they were not run by life coaches, right? Until I joined Steve Chandler's school, who actually started as a life coach, right? I think, I think that's an important part is that I'm very competitive in nature. And because I start hanging out in places where it's just all about the money, I'm like, okay, well, you know, for me to do really well in this club, 
I need to hit those numbers. Mm. And and when I start hanging out, you know, in in the more the prosperous coach club, it just become more like no, let's see who's really good at at this, right? Let's see who's like that. That's what makes a difference. And so seeing that, oh well, this guy he's been focused twenty years, thirty years, and he's becoming great, and he's made a lot of the money on the side. Yeah. So it, it 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 wasn't that I just stopped focusing on money. That's always you know still been important. But I realized, like, okay, well, all these people that I'm seeing here, right, that are that are doing really well financially, they're not focused on that. Right. So a lot of it is paying attention where you're hanging out and who you're hanging out with, and you might inadvertently hang out with a lot of people that are very money focused if you spend time on Instagram and Facebook, TikTok, and there's all these people in your feed telling you that money is important and six-figure coaching is important and mm -hmm. business building is important. So inadvertently, it might feel like you're hanging out with these people if you don't make a conscious effort to hang out with different kind of people. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, sports, you know, it's really, we can learn a lot from looking at sports. You look at, you know, you look at the best tennis players, you look at the best football players, right? You know, they're usually the ones that are really focusing on enjoying the game they love the game they can play the game all the time and of course they've had good people around and they've created you know they've had a plan to become really good at it and then they have had support to to reach those things and as a byproduct you know usually they've, they've they've won those tournaments they've won those you know they got the big contracts but it's you know if when we focus on just that The journey is so long that you're just gonna at some point you're gonna give up. And I've seen a lot of people that came into coaching just for the money, and you you know they're not around anymore. And again, there's no there's no judgment around that. Like I think that I see you see this everywhere. And that's okay. Sometimes that happens. You know, I've been excited about property in the past, and then just give up on that, right? But it has to be more than just about the money to really stay in this for five years for ten years. Yeah, that makes sense. And um, one thing I still wanted to pick up on, you, you said earlier, oh, when I, make, when I made my first million, and I just wanted to check in, was that a million from coaching or was that a million? Because you, you ran other businesses as well. You ran a coaching school as well, a business school. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of making an assumption that it was probably not just coaching that the revenue was from. Um, but I did want to make the assumption. So I'm just checking in because there's yeah, a point so in that. Yeah, I think my, my work has been just a mix of So in the, f the first few years, it was it was probably 90% coaching. Mm -hmm. And then it, it became more a mix of coaching and, and consulting and mentoring. Yeah. Um, but I, again, the reason the reason I share that is because, you know, for me, like that used to be like, oh, this this, this that another mountain. But I realized I've been so enjoying the journey so much that I didn't even realize I achieved that mountain. Yeah, exactly. And that's the point in itself that is important. When you focus on the journey, when you focus on you like growing things, then the money will be a natural byproduct usually, you know. Um, and if you're not that money focused, then the number will be a different one, but money will be a byproduct of that. Um, and I, I think the point I wanted to make there is that I've, uh, I, like, when I first hit six figures, Like a, quite a bit of that was not coaching, right? I still, a lot of what I do is one-to-one -one work and group work. So it's mostly coaching supervision, but I do do a lot of training, you know, and there's a podcast I get paid for doing. 
So there's other income. There's the occasional workshop here, or then there's, you know, a keynote somewhere like this. There's always something that is not coaching. It's coaching related in a way, but it's not from one-to-one -one coaching. So I think a lot of six-figure coaches you hear about out there, uh, first of all, what part of that money is coming from actual coaching and not from scaling part of their business and they're not actually coaching anymore or they're not actually involved in that anymore. Um, arguably, you're still a six-figure coach. Uh, but then also, how much are you investing? Is that six-figure profit or is that six-figure revenue? And that's a potentially a huge difference. You know, for the first 10 years, I haven't really invested much, if anything, in coaching. I didn't really have running costs. You know, now my running costs are like five grand, four or five grand a month. So it's very, very different um, what those numbers mean. Yeah, it is. And, and, you know, I think if you build a simple business, you know, you can, you can have, you can be 70, 80% profitable. I think when in the moment you start focusing on scaling and building a team, actually your profits will drop. Um, but here's the thing, and you know, I, I see we're coming towards the end of this episode, is that you now I think it's getting just clear on like what's the number. And what, what a lot of coaches what I've seen is that they earn five k five thousand a month, they can live a really good life. And then some of them they slowly move up towards that six figure. Or around eight and a half thousand, right? And and often it just happens because they become good at coaching. They're getting more renewals. They're getting more referrals, and the practice the practice is filling up, right? That, and and I think that I'm not saying that that's the, the the right way of doing it, but those are the ones usually that you know the full practice and it's very profitable. The coaches that I see on the other side that you know are just building really big companies, the profits are very little. I think often they would love to have that other that other life, whereas, you know, a simple practice. And I think that's also not important. There's, there's no good or bad. You know, if, if you desire a lifestyle business, you know, um, you will probably want to go for the first one. You know, do some coaching, do some training, maybe build a nice, simple practice. If you want to really go for this one, it's a very different, different, different business you're building. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Tim Ferriss taught me that. Like, or you know, have a look at what kind of lifestyle you want to live. How much money do you actually need? And then you take that conversation from there. Um, Nikki, uh, I wonder if you wanted to add anything before we close. Um, I know we could talk about this for hours and we may no, well. I, <laughs> I think I'm deep in thought, like from everything I've just listened to. Um, I think, yeah, that was really interesting as, as always. I um, feel like I learned a lot. So yeah, no, thanks. Nothing more to add. Great. Thank you. I think we all kind of reflect on that a little bit and yeah. maybe we get some feedback from people out there. If you would appreciate us getting more into that kind of topic, uh, maybe get a bit more practical. I know this was uh, maybe not, philosophical is not quite the right term, but really uh, digging into the meaning of what this is and why someone might have that desire or that conversation. Uh, if you'd like us to get a bit more practical and uh, kind of outline a few different kind of scenarios, uh, I think we'd probably be quite happy to go into that more. Um, but yeah, uh, curious about your thoughts, curious about your feedback, and let's see where we take this for now. Uh, Sivers, thank you so much for hosting. Uh, Nikki, thank you for your input. Everybody, thanks for listening and see you, see you next time.
with us today. I appreciate your commitment to learning and growing as a coach. Just a few things before you go. First of all, we're doing this for you. So if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, do send us a question. Secondly, we're not doing this for profit. So we rely on your support to help us reach as many coaches as we can. So if you can send this episode to a friend or tell a fellow coach uh, about what we're doing here, maybe you can subscribe or leave us a review or even support us on Patreon. Um, that would be amazing. And lastly, you can find us across all major platforms. So uh, whether you like to watch or you like to listen or you like to download episodes and listen to it uh, in your car while you're driving through somewhere with no internet, uh, you can do so too. Um, and that's it from us. Thank you and I hope to see you next time.